With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey everyone, this is Mike. Uh, the Fin Fans Podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Hey, it's Thursday and I'm here with uh, Louis Ragoni. This is Mike speaking and we have the Fin Fans Podcast. Uh, sorry for the delay. We, got, we couldn't get our schedules aligned yesterday, uh, but we are here tonight. And uh, how you doing, Louis? I'm doing great. You know, I missed, uh, I missed our Wednesday night meeting last night, but uh, listen, you know, we're getting it done one way or another, right? As long as we get a show in and, uh, and uh, we keep trugging along here in the off season, I'm, um, I'm all good with it. A day late, but we're still here, right? Well, we, have, we have some stuff to talk about. Um, okay. Nothing earth shattering, but uh, Miami did tender their exclusive rights free agents. That was uh, linebacker Calvin Munson, cornerback Nick Needham. And uh, cornerback Jamal Perry. They also made a trade, Lewis. You want to talk about that? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I mean, you know, it's in, it's interesting. We didn't really give up anything to get the guy. I mean, I don't understand the trade, to be honest well, with t- you. Well, Tennessee mean, said, take his salary and you can have him. That's yes, basically what happened. That's basically the extent of it. I mean, you know, you would think that they could have, traded with anybody to at least get a little bit better draft pick in the trade you know a sixth for the seventh but hey you know what it's worth the risk right i mean this guy's had issues i mean i read about him and uh, you know he's got maturity issues he's got agility issues you know so he's got alcohol issues mike you know plain and simple so you know it's a situation where um flores is familiar with the kid you know, one of our linemen played with him, so I'm sure they he had some input. I'm sure they went to him and talked to him about the individual. And um, listen, there's a reason they went after this guy. I mean, obviously, he has some talent. If he can get his mind straight, you know, he could be uh, a very interesting pickup for us. And, um, you know, it goes well, a I- long way in what their thoughts are in regard to the guys that are here as well, you know. Yeah, depending on who you listen to, he's, you know, he's a first or second round talent, to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, it is what it is. If he can get his head on straight and uh, uh, be a little more disciplined personally, you know, maybe something will turn out with him. You never know. Exactly. I mean, you know, listen, the label that you get as a first round pick sticks with you, right? For the yep. And and we, we've seen a million of these guys come and go. They get that label and everybody gets very excited about, you know, oh, he's a former first-round pick. I mean, he's got to be good. No, he doesn't have to be good. I mean, he could right. just be, you know, a, a player that was evaluated improperly or doesn't have the 
you know, the, the ability to go out there and do what's necessary to play in the NFL as far as, you know, um, putting the work and effort into it. So we've had our share of first round picks that weren't. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you know, and so is every other team in the yep, league. So exactly. But, you know, for what we gave up for them, you know, hey, you roll the dice, right? I mean, you really didn't, you know, you didn't risk anything in the trade. So we'll see what happens. I mean, the kid's a beast. He's 6'6", 351 pounds. And uh, <laughs> if Imagine. he lines up, lines up next to uh, Kinley, they're going to have a lot of weight on that side of the line. Yeah, you're not whistling Dixie. No question about it. And we'll see what happens. And, of course, Robert Hunt has something to say about this as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like it. You know, competition. Yep. Competition. Let's yep. go. Get out there, win the battle, win the job. You know, they had, uh, you know, State of the Union address today, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Flores was talking. He basically said he's really looking forward to developing Tua and uh, all the normal things you'd expect him to say. They did make some coaching changes. Those were announced today. Yeah, we really knew this all along, but uh, Eric Studsville and George Godsey are going to be co-coordinators, and uh, they have not yet decided who's going to call plays. It'll be collaborative and yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Coaching, they promoted uh, Danny Crossman, the special teams coach, to assistant head coach, special teams coach. So a uh, nice promotion for him, and, of course, they do that to try and keep him. Uh, so, you know, uh, we'll see what happens there as time goes on. Right. Anthony Campanile was named the uh, defensive line coach, and uh, uh, that solves that opening. Mm -hmm. They addressed what they needed to address. Now, uh, you know, some people, you know, may not realize, but we are in a Facebook group that, that I've been running for years, and uh, we asked them to do us a favor and – list their top 10 dolphins of all time and um, of the responses that we got we compiled a list uh, uh, and basically turned it into a top 25 list depending on where people how many how many times people were selected and so on and so forth mm -hmm. uh, so we have that list and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, read the top five Lewis and uh, maybe we can talk about it a little bit you want you want to start from the bottom or the top well, let's start from the bottom. Let's okay. do that. All right. I didn't want to talk you into that, Mike. You're well, okay no, with no, that, all right? I have no problem with that. Uh, <laughs> we go from, I uh, can't say the worst. I just want to say this. I hate lists, okay? Just yes. to put this out there, I hate lists. Any kind of list, I don't like them. I don't like them because they're all subjective. Right. Okay? And your top 25 is not going to be my top 25, and that's just life. Mm -hmm. So with that said, okay. we're going to bet you an awful lot. Um, oh, okay. All right. I probably will. <laughs> number 25, Sam Madison. Sam Madison. Okay. Solid cornerback, yep. uh, but uh, uh, top 25. I All mean, time. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. That's tough call. Uh -huh. uh, he was one of our best corners. I will say that. I mean, I hope Sertain is on this list because he is. I, I think he was slightly better than Madison. Okay, so the both of those guys. I mean, listen, you know, minus Xavier Howard, who you know is current. I, I would assume that we went with uh, guys that are retired and um, and left it at that. Not any current players, correct or no? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In incorrect. Okay. Uh, 
Xavier Howard comes in at number 20, but we'll get to him. Uh, okay. number, number 24 is Reggie Roby, and that's, you know, a WTF from me. Yeah. Yeah. You're WTF? never going to get a, you're never gonna get a punter from. I'm not huh? familiar with that. Expression. Well, you, you, you look it up in the urban dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Reggie Roby. Reggie Roby. I'm never putting a punter in a top 25 list ever. Wow. I mean, Reggie was great. He really was. Yes. But, um, he's not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, if it was a Ray guy, you know, who is in the Hall of Fame and, uh, you know, is deserving of that. I mean, Reggie didn't even make the Pro Bowl every year he punted. I mean, he was very, very good. But, I mean, come on. I mean, that's that's 0 for 2 right now as far as I'm concerned on this top 25. Uh, I hope I'm not hurting anybody's feelings. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I am going to bitch a little bit if the – List continues to go <laughs> down this path. Well, go ahead, Mike. Uh, okay, number twenty-three, Tim Bowens. Uh, Tim Bowens, man, he, yeah, he was solid, but uh, excellent defensive tackle. Excellent he, he defensive was, he tackle. He was outstanding, but you know, um, I have to see who's who's who else not is on, on the, the list. Who's right. not on this list? I mean, defensive <laughs> lineman. I mean, my God, you had Manny Fernandez, right? not on the list. Not on the list. Wow. Okay. You had uh, Doug Betters, NFL. Not on the list. Wow. Okay. Um, you had, well, he was a defensive tackle, Bowens. Okay. Baumhauer. Not uh, on the list. What, five, six, seven-time Pro Bowl player? Not on the list. Wow. I mean, Bowens made the Pro Bowl a couple of years. I mean, God. Yeah, there's no way Bowens is on this list if Baumhauer is not. Baumhauer was what maybe – uh, the best nose tackle in football for a period of three or four years. I mean, I think he was the best one, uh -huh. you know. Um, so how he's not on this list is beyond me. I think this is a uh, – let's see. What are we, Mike? We're we're close to well, – you are 60. I'm close to 60. Uh, this has to be a lot of 40-year-olds, I yeah, would say. Yeah, 40 and unders. 40 and unders. <laughs> 40 and unders that made this <laughs> list. And, again, I apologize to you 40 and unders, but – uh, there's no way Bowen should be on this list if Baumhauer is not. That's ridiculous. Sorry. Okay. On 20, 22, they put Bob Kuchenberg. Cooch. Cooch, Cooch, Cooch. Uh, he deserves to be on the list, I would say. Absolutely. He was. He played more years than any other Dolphin, right? Yep. Um, how, how is he not on the list? I mean, he played how many years, Mike, was it? 16 17 i don't know no, i don't know if it was that many i think it was 13 but i'd, 13. I'd have to i'd have to look it up to be sure i just know he played with a broken arm yeah, he might be right 13 yeah. yeah i may have exaggerated that but uh he's deserving okay yeah. i like it he played with a broken back i mean he he was a warrior and, he was uh, a great football player um yeah 21 they have patrick sertan Hey guys, this is Mike again, uh, breaking in for a second just to ask a favor of you. We would like to request that you go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and rate the show. Uh, let us know how we're doing. We'd very much appreciate it. Thank you. And fins up. Okay, so Tan, I mean, listen, you know, X-Man is going to probably surpass him as maybe the best cornerback that's ever played for the Dolphins, but... Prior to X-Man, Sertan was the best corner that, we, that we've that we ever had. 
play that position. So yep. I think Tro- he's Troy Vincent was deserves an honorable mention too. Good. Yep. Yeah, he was he was very very good, and there were a few others, you know, over the years. Norris yeah. Thomas for a short time, and you know a few guys like that. But T Buck. Uh, <laughs> T Buck, yeah, you yeah. know, Grimes, you know, yep. Grimes for a couple of years, you yeah, know, two he, years. The third year he wasn't so good. No. Him and his wife, you know, him and yeah. his wife uh, yep. dodged uh, got out of Dodge. So um yeah, Sertan, I you know, I would say he's probably deserving. You know, it got it's so hard with the amount of guys that have played for us. It really is. Well, we'll talk about some people who aren't on the list a little later, but uh, okay. at number 20, we have Xavier Howard. And, and look, I love Xavier like everybody else, but you mm-hmm. can't put a current player on a top 25 list. You got to let him finish his career. Yeah. I mean, well, the question is this, right? So if if he, let's say the Dolphins traded him this year, okay, uh-huh. and his his career ends right now, is he worthy of making the top 25? I don't know. I mean... You know, we'll see as it goes forward if he has. Well, a if you of- if you consider the years he's missed with injury, you know, uh, I would say no, not not at this point in his career. Uh, if he has another year or two like last year, and I don't mean having that many interceptions, but is a defensive force, then he would definitely uh, enter the conversation. But right now, I think it's premature. Agreed. Yeah, I'd probably put him under Sertan if his Dolphin career was to end right now. Yes. You know, Sertan, um, he's a great player, really was. At uh, number 19, they have Rashad Jones. Rashad Jones? God. I can't uh, do it. I can't, I can't, I can't live no, with him. Not top, oh, my God. Not only top 20. He's top 20. Uh-huh. They put him in the top 20 all uh-huh. time. I can't see that. I mean, no. very, very solid player. I mean, okay, let's look at safeties, right? Louis Oliver was really solid. I'd, I'd compare him to Louis, right? Uh-huh. Right. Um, you know, you got Dick Anderson and Jake Scott. I mean, I think both of those guys are are uh, are well-deserving over him. I mean, he listen, he was a very, very good player for us, but um, – you know, Scott Jake's, and Anderson were impact players, right? They're impact players. And if they're not on the, well, Jake Scott, Dick Anderson, they, Jake they Scott sh- is number 18, right above Rashad, right above Rashad. Okay. Well, he deserves to be above Rashad, but, uh, Dick Anderson, if he's not on the list, I don't know how you put Rashad Jones over Dick Anderson. It's crazy. Makes no sense. I mean, I think we're showing our age, Mike, but you know what? We are, but they, they, you know, it's an all time list. So, we've se- yeah, we've seen more. So, you know what? You fans out there that are disagreeing, okay, you know, don't listen to your parents, listen to the elder dolphin fans. We saw the young guys, we see the current guys, we saw the guys that are on this list, or everybody on this list play. Right. And, um, you know, I don't ever favor a, you know, a, say a guy that played in the seventies over a guy that played in the eighties or nineties or the two thousands. I, I look at it all prospectively and I'll tell you what, Rashad Jones, I loved him as a player, but, um, if Dick Anderson's not on this list and, um, you know, I don't know about that. I mean, Glenn Blackwood was very solid for us for years too. Yeah. I mean, was he as yeah. good as Rashad Jones? Probably you know, not. Probably not, but, you know, he, he wasn't that far off. You no, know, he played a lot no, of years no. for us. So, anyway. It okay. would be interesting to look at their stats side by side because I would think that maybe Glenn had more interceptions. 
It's very possible. Absolutely. Rashad was more of a, he, he could hit. He, he, yeah. I, listen, I love, you know, we're spending a lot of time on him, but I, I, I don't see him top 25. No, he was, he was a force in the run game. He, he played in the box a lot. So there's, there's basically two, three, four, it's about five guys on this list already that I disagree with. I hope this gets better. I think it does. Okay. Uh, J- they Jake Scott at 18, Mark Duper at 17, Nick Bonacani at 16. Okay. Yeah, Bonacani, absolutely. It's got to be on the list. Duper, without a question of a doubt. I mean, you know, you guys posted something on the um, on the page, on the Facebook page this week in regard to Marino's 50 greatest throws or whatever. Uh-huh. And, and Duper had to have at least uh, – uh, <laughs> at, least, <laughs> at least at least 20 of them yeah, yeah i mean you know and it, it, that was incredible and i mean they were all against the jets <laughs> yeah a lot of them i mean duper was phenomenal i loved him i loved him still love him um great guy and um yeah well deserving and bonacani the same bonacani was you know he was in the middle of those super number teams. 15. They put Joe Robbie and, you know, I get it. I understand, you know, why he would be on a list, but he doesn't belong on the top 25 list. He belongs on the t- owner's list, you know, the best owners in sports. <laughs> That's the list he belongs on. He doesn't belong. And, and on he this may list. not make, he may not have made that list, Mike, for all we know. Probably I don't not. know. Probably I mean, he not. was not well liked by the players. I mean, you know, in, in today's day and age, Mike, he'd never make it. Forget no, it. in today's day and age, he wouldn't because it's all about money, and he was not about money. He was about being frugal. Yeah, you can't put him on a list and leave a player off. I mean, it's the top 25 players of all time, not the top 25 organizational people. I mean, you had to rename it if you're going to do that, uh, right? I think you so, know, but I know, don't know. Look, I mean, whatever, you know, I, they, they voted him, so he's on it, and uh, he wouldn't be if it was up to me. Now, how, how did it, it, let, let, let me figure this out. So they've got current players on this list, uh-huh. and then they've got Joe Robbie on the list, who they probably weren't even watching when Joe Robbie was owner. I mean, I would think a lot of the people that voted on this list, uh, Hunsinger may, was may the, have seen Tim Robbie. They may have seen Tim Robbie. Maybe Tim yeah. Robbie and then Heisinger, you right. know, but Joe Robbie? I mean, it's it. That's an interesting one, you know. Okay, all right. We'll, onwards we'll, we'll we go. We'll table that. At fourteen, they have Richmond Webb. Uh, Webb tackle, tackle. Let's see, tackles, tackles. Absolutely, he'd be higher on probably, my list. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he was probably the best offensive tackle. I mean, Norm Evans was pretty doggone good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Webb was better. Webb Webb, I think, faced better defenders. Yeah, Bruce uh, Smith Norm twice Evans. a year. Yes, Ooh. yes. He had such a Yikes. such tough matchups, and uh, not that Evans didn't, but uh, you know Evans going up against the Purple People Eaters and the Doomsday Defense, so he had his share of battles he too. He did, he did in Super Bowls, mind you. You know, yep. forget Evans went up against uh, had to be what Carl Eller or Alan Page yep. or any number Jim Mar- whoever it was. I yep. mean, those guys were, you know, they they were incredibly good and. Boy, those Super Bowls, they just dominated, even the Redskins Super Bowl. So, I mean, the thing is this, is that uh, Webb is probably the best offensive tackle that's played for us. I would say that. Um, so he's deserving, absolutely. All right, 13, Brian Cox. 
Hmm. I'm sorry to say, but Brian Cox doesn't make my top 25 list. I mean, I love Brian Cox. I love his emotion. I love the way he fingered the Buffalo crowd, and I love the way he jacked up the team. But when I start thinking of the 25 best players all time, he doesn't quite make that list. Yeah, that's a tough one for me because I loved him. You know, we we, we both, you know, I mean, any Dolphin fan would have loved him. You know, if you watched him, you loved him. I mean, he had a tenacity about him. Uh, you know, he went out there and he gave you everything. But, everything. Um, boy, I'll tell you, I mean, linebackers, let's see. So, you know, Bonacani, he's ahead of Bonacani, a Hall of Famer on this list. He is. I mean, right, That that's a travesty right there alone. I mean... Who else? Zach's got to be on the list somewhere, I'm sure. Um, he is. Uh, who else? Uh, A.J. Dewey and John Offerdahl? I mean, wow. I mean, if Cox is on the list and A.J. Dewey isn't, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, A.J. Dewey put us in a Super Bowl single-handedly. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I have a tough one. I have a tough time. I love Brian Cox, but I don't know if he's top 25. Okay. Exactly. Uh, at 12, they have Cameron Wake. Hmm. Cam Wake. <sighs> Defensive end. Got to be, yeah, I mean, him and Jason, I mean, they're probably, uh, Den Herder was very good. Um, who was our other defensive end on all those? Bill uh, Stanfield. Bill Stanfield. Man, another great player. But I'll tell you, Cam. Cam's probably deserving, Mike. I mean, right behind Jason Taylor, He's probably the uh, next uh, best. I, I think I think top twelve is a little high for Cameron. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, okay. So if we're gonna, well, now we're now we're narrowing it down to where he's being placed. Okay, I get that. Number twelve. Yeah, I can't, I can't put him over some of the guys. I mean, I don't know if I'd put him over Duper. Would you put him over Richmond Webb? It's mm, close. I mean. Is it going to be borderline Hall of Famers, you would think, right? I don't, I mean, Webb may be a little bit more than Wake. I, I think so. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's tough, Mike. It's so subjective. It's so hard. It really is. Wake spent some time in Canada. Right. And I think that will cost him, whereas very, you know, very, Webb, Webb played longer. Yeah. I mean, that could very well be the case. Um, but, uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, Cam's deserving to be on the list. Top 12, you know, at number 12, not so sure. Ricky Williams is at 11. Mm. Ricky at 11. I'd probably have him a little bit higher. I Would mean, I, I, yeah, Mike, because, I mean. I mean, okay. if we're talking talent, strictly talent, then I would get it. But if we're talking contribution to the Dolphins. I don't know if I would put him uh, in, inside the top 12. He got, I mean, Ricky, you can go back and forth with him. Yep. I mean, he, here's the thing. Okay, so he was the best running back in football when he was with us, right? And he was. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, he was he was the best all-around running back in football oh, beast. for a couple of seasons. Okay? Beast, a couple of seasons. Uh, <laughs> so he leaves and... You know, you kind of get a little downtrodden, and you—that—that's the negative, right? But then he comes back, and he's productive after taking a hiatus. Yeah, and he's very productive for. And us. the Wildcat was a big thing, you know, in, in his in his and, day with him and Ronnie. But uh, and he was he was very productive running the football when he came back. I mean, he was still 
exciting to watch. So he had kind of had two careers, you know, almost yep. like Zonka. Yep. When Zonka came back and he was yep. still productive after he left. And um, it's so funny because they're within a few hundred yards of each other on the all-time list. Yeah, can you but you see to me Ricky, I mean, you talk about superstars, right? And you look at all of these guys that we've talked about and you know, Ricky was a superstar for a couple of years. These other guys we've talked about, they were stars, they were out exceptional players, they were Hall of Famers. But Ricky was a superstar, and he was he probably- was, He was elite. He was yes, elite. he was that's elite. The best, so that's the best word for Ricky. That's why I might put him up a little bit higher, but he, he's deserving without a question of a doubt. Yep. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Mark Clayton at 10. Clayton, my favorite all-time player. Well, my top three. How's that? Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely love him. At number 10, well, you know- On my uh, list, I had him on number nine, so- I'm not going to argue 10. Yeah. I mean, to me, Clayton, you know, Duper was phenomenal. He had all that speed, but Clayton just made catches and contorted and he just did incredible things. You know, to me, in in my observation of watching Clayton, he was always in the right place at the right time. Yep. Absolutely. And not a big guy. Um, You know, you watch him, you look at him, he's a very small guy, but um He's one of my favorites. I may have even had him a little higher. I don't know. We have to go forward. Um, I know there's a lot of Hall of Famers ahead. You know, when, so. when, you, when you have receivers, you don't really talk about instincts, but he had such instincts oh. for, the, for that position. And cuts. He used to cut on yep. a dime. He used to shake people out. I mean, I remember in the Monday night game against Chicago where we were sitting at that end of, you know, of, yep. of the Orange Bowl. And, when the ball uh, was deflected. No, not that. Yeah, oh. well, we yeah we saw that as well. Same end, but he caught a ball in that game. If anybody has an opportunity to go back and watch it, and we watched it live, and I don't know if we even saw the replay because in the Orange Bowl back in those days, it seemed like nothing really worked. Right? I don't right. even no, remember. They didn't do replays in the they stadium for I a lot of time because I, they didn't want it to influence the officials. Right, but. Well, back then, Mike, I don't even know if they had it. But um, the point is, is that he caught a ball at around the, I don't know, the 10-yard line. And he didn't get into the end zone. But in the seven yards that he picked up after he caught the ball, he juked out like three or four guys. And it was just incredible. He made, And this was the best defense in football at the time. And he made them look silly. And he didn't get into the end zone. So, of course, the play is never going to go down as like, oh, you know, you're never going to see that on the highlight reel. But I just remember saying, my God, that was just awesome. For like, you know, a, a seven-yard run after he caught the ball, it was just incredible. So if you have the opportunity to go back and watch that game in its entirety, go and, you know, just, just – focus in on that play it's around the 10 yard line right before we score a touchdown and he gets us down to like four or five but okay enough of that go ahead larry little's number nine larry little's number nine yes guard yeah best guard we probably ever had hall of fame um <laughs> the big old body coming at you number 66 on those sweeps i have him at We're- number five just for yeah uh, yeah i mean he's got to be top 10 somewhere without yeah. a doubt Incredible player. Paul Warfield at eight. Uh, yeah, another Hall of Fame player. Phenomenal. I mean, he just made big play after big play for us. Couldn't win Super Bowls or get Super Bowls without him. 
Um, incredible, a gifted athlete. Bob Greasy at seven. Um, well, Greasy's got to be on the list. Seven. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe a little bit farther down. Greasy just, you know, um, he didn't. He didn't just dominate games, but he managed them, and he's in the Hall of Fame for that reason. And uh, he just had—he was an intelligent guy, and he—he was—I loved him as a player and everything. But number seven to me might be a little bit high for him. Well, I—I I had him at six, so I disagree with you. Okay, you well, know—he—he's uh, probably a top ten. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, for the reasons I, you know, I, I stated, you know, I don't think he was a guy that went out and, you know, won your football games per se, you know, week in and week out. Um, but he could, and he did. Yeah. I mean, he made plays at times, Mike. I don't know if I can ever go back and say, man, I mean, this guy uh, just carried us through game from, how about you know, the, from the How about the championship game against the Steelers? Yeah, when he came in for yeah. um, when he came in for uh, moral, yeah. yeah. Oh, he played outstanding that day. There's no question about. It. Listen, he's deserving, and let's just leave it at that. He's definitely a top ten. You know, uh, uh, at six they had Dwight Stevenson. Yeah, Stevenson, absolutely Hall of Famer, one of the best centers to ever play the game. At five Four. they have uh, Zach Thomas. Mm, you no, know, Zach. Oh, for a guy that hasn't made the hall yet, uh, he's probably deserving. But to have him ahead of um, a lot of these guys we're talking about, he'd be down my list for sure. Yeah, he's number 11 on my list. Yeah, he'd probably be around there for me too. I think he'd be just out of the top 10. Okay. Uh, at four, they have Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka at number four. Boy, there better be some good people ahead of him. If he's at number four, because, um, you know, hit him, you know, I mean, he's one of my, when I said earlier, you know, top three favorite all-time players, I mean, Clayton, you know, and Zonka are two out of the three. Um, you know, he's, he's definitely. I'm, I'm guessing Marino's the third. <laughs> Marino's definitely the third. Okay. Uh, number three is Jason Taylor. Mm, Taylor, yeah. I mean, he, he absolutely, he's top five, without a doubt. Number three, you know, it, that's debatable. You know, it, does he deserve to be over Zonka? Um, you know, a different position. I, I had him at number seven. You know, listen, this is what you got to look at. You got to look at the era, right, that yep. they played in. Okay, so Zonka, in, in his day and age at the fullback position, how many fullbacks – did what he did, right? It's like Babe Ruth back in the day when he was hitting, you know, monstrous 50, home runs, 50 home runs. And the guy that finished second had 20, right? He, yep. had, he absolutely dominated. Okay. So you look at Larry Zonker from the fullback position. Okay. There was not another fullback that ran for a thousand yards in the NFL. He dominated the position, and I mean, he destroyed people. Not only along that, the way. but he he blocked for Morris, oh, who was a thousand yard runner. So exactly, it, he it, was he was doing dirty work. But yeah, I mean, when he wasn't running the football, he was blowing people up to to allow Merck to run for a thousand, just like you mentioned. I mean, so the guy didn't have he didn't take a play off. 
I mean, Mike, we ran the ball back in the day, yep. 40 doggone times. I mean, so, I mean, listen, in my opinion, Zonka could actually be at number one, you know, maybe number two. I, you know, Marie, I don't think you could put him ahead of Marino, but I mean, I would put him probably right at number two. I don't. And think- that's how I have him. You know, Marino is yeah. going to be one. Zonka is going to be two. I don't care if anybody saw Zonka play. That's the list, you know, the, the top two there. But again, you know, going back to what I said, you know, you look at the position and the dominance. I mean, you had halfbacks running for a thousand yards back then. I mean, I know Pittsburgh had Franco and Rocky, and you know, they were considered a fullback and a and a halfback. Right. But but you know, the way Zonka did it, it 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 was in a situation where they they the teams knew they were running the football and they okay. still couldn't stop them. I got to get this off my chest because you just brought something up there with Franco and Zonka in the same sentence, and they couldn't be put, they couldn't be more opposite. Agreed. Zonka would put his shoulder into you, okay. Yes. And Franco would run out of bounds. He'd step out of bounds. No, nope, <laughs> yep. I'm saving my saving myself for the next play. Yeah. Oh, I I listen. I I get all that. Just Mike. two just totally con- different creatures and uh you know you you zonko shouldn't be in the same sentence with franco harris because uh (laughs) well you you know you look at the productivity from the both of them right they were both that what i was getting at mike is Uh they're both thousand yard rushes right okay but but that's where it ends like you said you pittsburgh had lynn swan and john stallworth and bradshaw you know, in regard to a passing game that you had to defend against. And believe me, when you were defending against Swan and Stallworth, both Hall of Famers. A little easier on Franco, but. A little easier. We ran the ball 30, 40 times a game. We passed the ball. There were games where we passed the ball 15 times. Okay. So teams knew that we were running the football. They knew Zonka was getting the football and they still couldn't stop the doggone guy. So. Um, you know, I mean, listen, people can debate, but if you listen to what we're saying, uh, you know, Zonka probably belongs, I guess, I guess Marino's number one, right? I mean, you know, he's gotta be. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. and well, yeah. actually, um, Dan Marino is number one, number two, they have Don Shula, number three, they have Jason Taylor and then Larry Zonka. Okay, gotcha. And that makes me, that makes me laugh. That, that hurts my stomach. I mean, you know, you, first of all. Jason Taylor is not above Zonka as much as I love Jason Taylor. And second of all, Don Shula shouldn't be on this list. And if he is going to be on this list, if he needs to be on this list, then you can't have him behind Marino because it was Shula who drafted Marino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're talking the top 25 players of all time. Shula didn't play for the Dolphins. He played for the Colts and uh, I think a yep. couple other teams. So, I mean, Shula Detroit, is, I think. Detroit, yeah. I yep. mean, whatever the case may be, the point of the matter is is that, you know, okay, great. You know, you put Shula, um, he doesn't even – you put him above a greatest Dolphin of all time, Don Shula, okay? Greatest Dolphin player of all time is, you know, Dan Marino probably followed by Zonka. You know, Jason's got to be up there in the top five, without a doubt. And then it all gets debatable from there, you know. Um, well, you, you know. see, here I put 
Taylor at seven, and my thinking was this. Well, I put Shula first because we I knew that he was going to be eligible for the list. Uh, Marino second, Zonka third, Stevenson fourth, Little fifth, and Greasy sixth. Then maybe I flip Jason and Greasy. You know, I, I would not have a problem with that. And maybe I even flip uh, Greasy and Warfield because Warfield was a special, special talent. Um, and, and a great, great athlete. So, right. you know, I, I could drop Greasy down a little bit. You know, see, I'm critiquing my own list. And, right, and- which is what you do when you get somebody else's. I mean, Mike, you can sit there and you could talk about specific guys and and get me to think on different terms. Like, you know what? You're right. I'm a little biased. You know, uh-huh. now that you mention this factor and that factor, you know, I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah, he probably deserves to be up the list or down the list. I mean, I've done it. You've done it a few times while we're sitting here talking, you know, in regard to, you know. Guys. But it's what happens when you make these things. And then they're so subjective. They, they you are. Know, your memories influence how you, how you um, rank them. And you don't remember everything. I do. <laughs> you might, but most people don't. <laughs> I remember a good – I can't remember names, you know, on other players. You know, that drives me nuts. No, when, when I say you can't remember everything, what I mean is you don't remember every play of every player. No, absolutely not. You don't. You okay, don't. Okay, I mean, so, you know, trying to put Larry Little at a specific spot above or below Dwight Stevenson is really hard. Of course it is. You know, I mean, listen, you can look at highlight films, and you're not going to see Larry Little on highlight films. You're not going to see Kuchenberg on highlight films. You're going to see – you're going to see Clayton and Duper on a ton of them. You're going to see Marino in, forget right. it. I mean, there's a million Marino highlights. There's a million, you know, Jason Taylor sacks. There's there's a million Larry Zonka runs. Uh, but, you know, the guys like Dwight Stevenson and people like that, different positions. But we, at Richmond Webb, we have an understanding of what those guys did and how dominant they were at their positions. And in regard to, you know, the Dolphins' top all-time list – you know, I always look at it this way, right? You know, and as we were doing it, you know, as you mentioned, the, the defensive tackle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy like a Tim Bowens, for example. And I start thinking about the defensive tackles that we've had through our history. And, um, you know, Baumhauer is number one, period. Yes. You know, most Pro Bowls by any nose tackle or defensive tackle that we've ever had play the game. And, and for uh, Fernandez is probably number two. Fernandez is probably ahead of Bowens, too, without a yep. question of a doubt. So, I mean, you know, those two guys are on a list, and Bowens is, you know, I can't agree with it. But uh, yeah, top 25 list has to have Nat Moore. Has to. Oh, yeah. Oh, has Nat- to have Jim Langer. Has to. Oh, Langer. That's right. I mean, how do you not have – you can't have Brian Cox, and you can't have Rashad Jones on this list, and guys like Reggie Roby. And not have Jim Langer? Dick a, Anderson a, a, has to be on this list. Tony Nathan probably belongs on this list. I mean, I could do this all day. But, yeah, uh, Nathan was a great player. I mean, but you you said it. I mean, Nat Moore, my God, 13 years. I mean, he did it with he did it with Greasy, and he did it with Strock and Woodley, and then he did it with Marino. He did it through a bunch of different quarterbacks. And late in his career, he was our third leg. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, it was Duper Clayton and Nat, you know, Nat playing a lot of slot and doing it very, very well at a very old age. I, now the Sea of Hands game, Warfield was not in that game. No, that Thought was it, that was in seventy four. That was their last uh 
season together. So I believe Warfield was in that so game, right? So he was in that yeah. game, and that was Nat Moore. Nat yeah, Moore that, did play with him for at least that yeah, season. because they, they went to the World Football League right after that following season, which was 75. Yeah, Mike, 75. Freddie may have been there. Freddie Solomon. I'd have to look that up. I mean, if you want, I can look it up real quick. I don't want to, you know. It doesn't. It doesn't dead, matter. I was dead, all I all I was saying air. was uh, he he was pretty much the main weapon on the team. Yes, he was. Well, listen, you know, you have to, without a question of a doubt, have some of these guys on this list. You just have to. Um, Nat Moore. I mean, you know, I I'm glad you brought him up because he he is more than deserving to be on this list. I can't believe that some of the guys that are on the list are on it above him. Freddie Solomon came in the league in 1975, Mike. Okay. Um, so so was he Solomon. was, he was there. He played 14 games, started five had 22 catches for 339 yeah. yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, but anyway, um, you know, the point is, is that, you know, listen, AJ Dewey, there's, there's guys that, but Langer, I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, we mentioned four guys, Nat Moore, AJ Dewey, I think, you know, well, throw is, Dick is a, Anderson in there as well. Dick because, Anderson. Yep. yep. Jim, Jim Langer, Baumhauer, all those guys are deserving. You can't yep. have Roby and Rashad Jones and Tim Bowens on this list. And Xavier and Howard. <laughs> and Howard. Right. Right. Not, not yet. Not right. yet. He may, he may get there someday. He's got to retire first. (laughs) Well, I mean, Mike, he's had two really good years, right? Yes, yes. Two good, solid seasons, and he was dominant this year. There's no question about it. But that does not warrant uh, being top 25. Sorry, people. No, I I think most people, if they sit and think about it and remove the, you know, the bias, they'll they'll get it. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, that's, yeah, I mean, this is stuff we could, we could argue about all day who belongs in over who, I mean, you know, that's just, again, it's subjective. So those are our thoughts being guys that have seen them all play, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that's not to say we're right or you guys are wrong. It's just saying, we think you're wrong. So you guys are wrong. (laughs) Yep. You know, you guys are wrong. You only know what you know. I'm sorry. You guys are wrong. I want, you know, anybody who um, disagrees with us, and I don't know how many people are on the Facebook page, Mike, that are going to post, you know, underneath once this Uh thing is posted on the Facebook page. But anybody who disagrees with us, in your disagreement with us, I want you to post your age, okay? And then we can go from there. How's that? (laughs) Well, there may be an old guy that disagrees with us. You never know. And, that, and, and I, that's why I want their age posted, Mike. I, I'll yeah. ask them to do that if they could. If they yeah. disagree, to have them put their age up, and then we can go from there. And then if there's guys that are our age that disagree with us, then then we got. I guess we got a battle on our hands, right? Well, I don't know. Nick Needham was a good cornerback. Maybe we should <laughs> stick him on the list, you know? <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh yeah right. that's that's kind of how i feel about it you know uh yeah. current day current day players don't belong in the list so anyway uh with that said we'll be back next week uh free agency starts and uh, i'm sure we'll have something to say about that i hope so i hope we have a big thing you know i hope we have a lot to say about that mike big thing we have a lot to say, I should say. Well, I'm sure. Well, I don't want to have us. I don't want us to say too much because if they, if we have a lot to say, that means a lot of people got cut because with what they have now, they don't have a lot of money to sign a bunch of players. 
Yeah, I mean, that that depends on exactly uh, who, in fact, we sign. And I'll tell you, you're right. I mean, there's not a lot of guys out there that are going to excite me. I mean, you know, we it's so funny because we talked about Milano, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the Bills re-signed yep. him to a nice contract. That's a guy I would have loved to have had. Um, you know, the guy Godwin that I talked about, they uh, franchised him. So, yep. Or at least that that's the talk, right? I don't know if they've actually done it yet. but the I, talk I believe is, they did. Uh, uh, you know, Galloway is still available. Galloway is still available as well as Schuster. It looks like the Steelers yep. are going to let Schuster go. So those two guys are out there. They would have been my second guy, Galladay, and third choice in Schuster. But, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, Mike, listen, you know, they may very well go out there and get one of these guys. Or and, Aaron uh, Jones or – you know, oh you my never, goodness! They know, get Aaron know. Jones. Wow! Wow! Oh, wow! That's crazy. We'll see. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll we'll start learning these things next week. All right. So, Sounds good. All right. With that, thanks for uh, joining me, Lewis, this evening. Sorry we're late, everybody, and uh, thanks for listening. Fins up. Fins up, doll fans. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.